This is MMA Torch editor Jamie Pennock, and this is the Torch Daily News Brief for Tuesday, March 23rd, 2010. Uh, a little more UFC on Versus News. The event drew 1.24 million viewers on Sunday night to the Versus Network. Uh, it was a 1.66 uh, rating in the men 18 to 34 demo. Um, the 1.24 million viewers is uh, well short of what the UFC draws on Spike, and actually it's only the third largest uh, number that's been done on the Versus Network for uh, a mixed martial arts event falling short of Uriah Faber uh, twice. Uriah Faber's first fight with Jens Pulver at WEC 34, which is still the largest uh, drawing card for an MMA event on Versus 1.54 million viewers, as well as uh, Faber's second fight with Mike Brown. That rematch brought in 1.3 million viewers uh, June of last year. So <clears throat> that uh, that card with Brandon Vera and John Jones down from the 1.7 million that was done on Spike TV for January's Fight Night 20 with Gray Maynard and Nate Diaz. Uh, and in, you know it can be attributed to a number of things. Brandon Vera has not had a whole lot of inspiring performances as of late. So uh, he's not necessarily a draw in and of himself. John Jones, on the other hand, uh, is still young in his career and has, uh, well, he's been highly exciting and, and was against Matt Hamill. Um, this was uh, one of his first major bouts uh, outside of the Hamill one and uh, probably the Seven Bonner fight uh, last year where he was on the main card, but um, he hasn't been showcased as much up until this fight card, so uh, I, I think John Jones will be a much bigger draw further down the line, but here, he wasn't a gigantic name to bring in uh, viewers. Same with Junior Dos Santos, despite some of his performances, he's not necessarily the guy that uh, um, due for uh, ratings right now, so uh, it's just a card where it was a Sunday night, the UFC is not um, a Sunday night organization. They normally run on Saturdays or Wednesdays for fight nights. and uh, So it's a combination of a lot of things, but still it's a major, major improvement for Versus over what the last WEC event did. WEC um, 47 did around 370,000 viewers, something along those lines. So this is uh, you know, a fourfold increase from there. Um, so Good numbers for Versus, not a great number for the UFC. Uh, they're looking at Oakland for their next event on August 1st, but still, um, for the fans that tuned in, it was a, a good top two fights and uh, definitely worth catching a replay. Uh, they ran a replay tonight, and also on Wednesday, they will be airing a replay of the event. Um, also, two bouts that did not air on the, the television uh, broadcast of the Versus event um, from the preliminary card. Clay Guida over Shannon Gugarty and Brendan Schaub over Chase Gormley. Those two fights will air on UFC Unleashed this Wednesday, a brand new episode of Unleashed to air at 9 p.m. Eastern heading into the UFC primetime uh, George St. Pierre vs. Dan Hardy finale uh, that comes right after that at 10 p.m. Eastern for this Saturday's UFC 111. So um, Clay Guida's submission of the night victory over Googerty and Brendan Schaub's knockout of Chase Gormley can both be seen on that brand new 
episode of UFC, UFC Unleashed. So that's good for fans because it's a, a, a both fights that you know sounded really exciting and by all accounts were. And they just, for time constraints, didn't have a chance to get them on the Versus broadcast, so they're getting them on a, a new episode of Unleashed quickly, and uh, fans will be able to, to catch those fights. It's good for Guida, good for Brendan Schaub, who uh, can erase the image of getting knocked out by, by Roy Nelson in the uh, Tough Ten finale on his highlight reel now. Uh, with his first UFC victory. So both of those fights should be excellent to watch and definitely something to look out for uh, on Wednesday heading into the final primetime event. Uh, other news, um, Strikeforce CEO Scott Coke uh, has come out and said now that Fedor Emelianenko will fight Fabricio Verdum uh, in late June, near the end of the month, in America. Um this is a fight that was supposed to take place next month as the headliner for the uh, April 17th CBS card. Um, and then M1 Global has come out and stated on multiple occasions now that they needed to retool the contract that they had with Strikeforce, the co-promotional agreement that they had after uh, feeling that they weren't represented correctly on the CBS card in November where Fedor beat Brett Rogers. So what we've got here is uh, M1 Global thinking that despite having a three-fight contract with Strikeforce for Fedor's services, um, they can retool it after one fight, uh, even though their chief complaint here is something that Strikeforce really didn't have control over. CBS and Showtime do the production of these Strikeforce events, Scott Coker is, is really in charge of uh, getting these fights together and getting these fights signed, and uh, CB, uh, CBS and Strike and Showtime are the ones putting these events together from that standpoint, and Strikeforce wasn't uh, showcased really well. It was CBS Saturday Night Fights. That's how they've had it set up. The uh, CBS name and the Saturday Night Fights name is uh, over and above whatever brand of, uh, or whatever organization that they're airing that night. Um, and so, I mean, Strikeforce had just as much signage as M1 Global did in the event, in the arena, uh, in Chicago in November. And so really their, their chief complaint is something that their business partners didn't have an effect on, and they're going and, uh, delaying Fedor's return to the, uh, a strike force cage. They signed a three-fight deal. The first one's done. They've got two left. Uh, this Verdum fight, you know, I'm hoping that this is legit and that this fight will take place in June as it was scheduled for April, then rumored to be moved to the May 15th card, now getting pushed back even further. Um, but until something is official, until a, a contract is signed and, you know, he's on the posters and ready to go uh, for a June event, I mean, I'm not going to hold my breath on, on this actually being the case because we've seen just rumor after rumor after rumor about what's going on with Fedor and where his next fight will be um, and, and just exactly what's going on with the whole M1 uh, strike force saga. So uh, despite Coker saying, you know, uh, he's scheduled to fight in June towards the end of the month, yeah, he might be scheduled. doesn't mean the fight is taking place. I mean, that's, that's the key thing to take out of the quote is 
He's scheduled to fight in June, towards the end of the month, in America, against Fabricio Verdum. Scheduled to fight. Doesn't mean it's going to happen. He was all but confirmed for the April 17th event in a headliner slot, and that didn't come to fruition. So uh, until they get their... Uh, get everything in gear with with Strike Force and M1 Global. I mean, I'm just simply not going to hold my breath that uh, you know that fight is going to come to pass. Uh, we've got some uh, in-house stuff to take a look at. We um, Jason Shielke, one of our new uh, contributors to the site, did an uh, e- interview with Gray Maynard that is up on the the main site tonight. Gray talks about. Um, some of his toughest competition. He talks about getting into MMA, as was uh, the fight that he wants next. Um, so go take a look at that on the main site. Chris Park, our uh, UK specialist, has a uh, a look at Dan Hardy as a mixed martial artist um, with quotes from the, the Primetime series and, and, and his take on, on Dan Hardy's chances as a challenger. That is up on the main site as well tonight. Um, our columnist Jason Amati has a, a, another article up about dropping a weight class being a rash and dangerous move, move for fighters following a loss. That's something that uh, I'm actually in agreement with, and it, and it goes with the, the James Irvin situation. I mean, in certain situations, the weight cuts are not nearly as extreme, and uh, they're okay, and uh, moving down a weight class is sometimes the right move for, for some fighters. It has to be for certain fighters, and Really, it can't be this situation where you're moving down um, 20 to 30 pounds uh, lower than you should be. I mean, James Irvin looked ridiculously gaunt and really, really... I mean, uh, as Dana White was saying, it it looked like something was coming out of his face at the weigh-ins. He was so dehydrated and so worn out that by the time he stepped in the cage on Sunday, I mean, he had already beaten himself with the weight cut. So it's situations like that that are just really dangerous and could end up... uh, could end up with really bad results. There's uh, uh, something going on, uh, going around about uh, a Japanese fighter having a heart attack in the sauna while trying to cut weight. Um, so, I mean, it, it's, it's something that definitely needs to be looked at as uh, there are some ridiculous uh, drops in weight compared to the weight class that some of these fighters are actually in. Um, another... Uh, thing on the site is a quotable about LeVar Johnson from uh, who's headlining the Strike Force Challengers card uh, this Friday night. He, of course, was uh, one of, uh, I believe it was four or five victims of a, of a shooting um, at a family gathering that he was at over Fourth of July weekend. Um, fortunately for him, he was able to make a full recovery, and he's returning to the, uh, the cage on Friday night, but it's a, a tragic story that ended at least one life, and that Situation. So, um, you know, he, he talked to MMAfighting.com about it, and he's got a, uh, a quote that uh, is, is definitely look worth taking a look at about um, getting hit and, you know, asking about the EMTs if he's going to be all right, and, you know, just a scary situation there. So definitely worth a look at. But uh, that's all I got for today. So uh, tune in tomorrow for another... Uh, quick daily news brief, uh, and then, of course, this weekend is UFC 111, so we'll have our live round-by-round coverage of the event. We'll have plenty of previews and predictions and uh, the like up this week, uh, and then uh, next Sunday, um, from one from 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 
we'll have our uh, our live cast as always, and uh, we love to hear from as many people as possible that want to join us in on the conversation. We will be talking um, mostly about USC 111. We'll uh, throw in some other news of the week, but um, it'll be a very uh, uh, review-heavy edition of the the live cast with um, George St. Pierre defending his welterweight title and uh, Dan Hart er, against Dan Hardy, and then Frank Mir and Shane Carwin facing off for the interim heavyweight belt. So um, there will be plenty to talk about about UFC 111 on uh, Sunday, so join us for that live cast conversation. Um, but once again, that's all I've got for uh, the news of the day. Uh, thanks for listening in. This is Jamie Penick signing off.